This episode of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet brought to you by My Growing Self-Confidence. Boy, is that going to get me in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine, you can keep that one. I like that one. After the tragic loss of what was going to be a classic episode of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet last week, after after creating the masterpiece that no that you know is going to catapult you to to wrestling podcast stardom, and losing that to a corrupted file, R.I.P. We are back, fighting through adversity. The Mud Show Dirt Sheet, competitive fantasy booking by two high guys in the Target demo. Ryan, how does it feel to know you made perfect art and that it's just lost to time? You know, what disappoints me most about the whole thing is that it's just, we went for 30 minutes on Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. They also went for 30 minutes on Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega, so it's like, we're kind of the same athletes, and I think the people would have really got to see that. Yeah, and not not only are we very comparable to those two men in For terms sure. of our performance, For sure. but the the symmetry of us doing thirty minutes and them doing thirty minutes it really speaks to how plugged in we are to this program. Absolutely, you know, uh, it's like that scene in Highlander where he runs with the elk and they have the same heartbeat. It's like that scene from Highlander. I think never seen Highlander, but I'm assuming that it's also kind of like the part where Tom Cruise. And uh, that girl bang and Top Gun, and they come together. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> pretty close. Yeah, I mean, basically the same thing, but like in your head, imagine that, but plus an elk. Oh, nice. <laughs> like with an elk. Nice. Yeah, Highlander's a good movie. You should check it out. Yeah, uh, I don't think that you should talk about fucking elks on this podcast, though. Like, that's a different podcast for you. <laughs> But Highlander, you should check it out, though. Sean Sean Connery's a Japanese-Spanish man, and he does not change the accent one bit at all. I wouldn't be surprised. Why would he? I mean, it's it's Sean Connery. You tell me what he is, and I'll believe it. You know? it's That's how good Sean Connery is. Yeah, you big Sean Connery guy, huh? He was really good on SNL when he did the Jeopardy stuff. No, that... (laughs) Bop. This week's episode, like every episode, we're going to fantasy book AEW Dynamite front to back. We're going to tell you what we would do, how we would do it, but it's not important. This is for the people. This show, for us, is about ratings and demographics. The most important numbers in the world. Fuck that bank account. That's right. Fuck no that, matter. Fuck that loan. $25 million investment turned into $400 million. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Good for you. The only numbers we care about are viewership in total and demographic percentages. And that is what's going to culminate this episode. In hopes of avoiding this week's podcast punishment, uh, allow your co-host to turn your head into an idiot sandwich. What? (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, 
uh, an idiot sandwich is where I get to take two pieces of bread, put whatever sandwich toppings I want on them, and the meat of the sandwich is your dumb fucking head. Sure. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I can't wait to do that to your face. I'm going to make you into such a good idiot sandwich, Ryan, right on that seeded Italian bread you bought. Yeah. Shout out seasoned Italian bread. That'll it's pop senior. Italiano right there. That'll pop senior. Italiano. We went name brand. Friend of the show. So can't can't help what we do here. Yeah, you guys, it's like if Tony Khan gives us the keys of the car and they're like, hey, got Adam Cole and Jungle Boy today. That's for you. You got Big Shotty Lee Johnson and Cody Rose versus Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. That's for you. You got uh, T. Uh, Miro versus Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara. Which is again for me. And you got TJ versus the Bunny and Penelope Ford. Also, this show, first live show in Rochester, New York, Brody Lee's hometown. I'm sure we got a little bit of something for us here. Ryan, right away, first question right off the bat. You going to cry tonight? <sighs> going to be hard. Going to be hard when Anna Jay comes out and gonna does the tough. Dark Order stuff in Rochester. Because uh, you know it's going to be... Part of me feels like the one of the reasons that you were bringing, like you were kind of having all this roughage with the Dark Order, was that you can bring them back together in Rochester and Brody's hometown. Like we come together in Brody's hometown, you know, it kind of solidifies that they don't need another leader, things of that sort. Because I'll tell you what, if Wyndham Rotunda comes in here and is the leader of the Dark Order, that's not for me. Can I tell you something? Sure. It's actually more of a question than a tell. Sure. Just so you know, but I apparently say, can I tell you something a lot? You do. You do. (laughs) But here's my question for you, Ryan. Of the things that you said before they entered AEW, these these aren't for me. These aren't for me. This isn't for me. It's fine that some people like it. It isn't for me. How many of those things are now, in fact, for you? Uh, I mean, the same amount for you. Which is, which is to say most to all. Yeah. So if Wyndham Rotunda is the next leader of the Dark Order, I'm sure they did that because it's going to be good, but I don't need it. Um, I actually fantasy booked in my head that you sign Wyndham Rotunda for like a two-month deal, and you just have Hangman come back and beat him for control of the Dark Order, and then he's gone. But you're probably not going to see that. So... Yeah, I don't think uh, Windham Rotunda is looking for a two-month deal right now after getting fired by WWE. I don't think he's going. Uh, yeah, I'm not really worried about stability anymore. So you got any? You got any month-long deals? Listen, man, a two-month deal with AEW probably does more for you than a two-year deal with MLW does. You know what I'm saying? For sure, but I think that uh, that a New Japan run for him would be good as well as, you know, an impact might be the perfect spot for a Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched enough impact to tell you if that's true or not, but I believe you. I said it because I just didn't really want to watch him on Wednesdays and Fridays that much. Well, uh, that's what we have to say about that, I guess. Let's get into the card. It's good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Uh, good stuff. What R. do you I. think P- Curtin jerks this? Dante Martin. <laughs> you think Dante Martin, you think the Cody Rhodes heel turn comes right off the bat? You you just going to bury the lead like that? Let me Not even going to let me talk about the shirt before we start sure. talking about this match? <laughs> I mean, I didn't realize that, that this was the lead. I mean, Ryan, you are wearing the shirt. 
you know, it's not the they chose me shirt, but it is the second most heel Cody Rhodes shirt that has ever existed. And it does have two tanks on it, and you are wearing it. So tell tell the people about how Cody Rhodes is going to turn heel like you have every goddamn episode of this podcast. All right, this one's a little different. Story time. Uh, <laughs> Who's ready for story time with Ryan Peterson, baby? I think everybody listening to this podcast. Guys, I've never been more sure of it in my life. Cody Rhodes going to fucking turn heel today. Dante Martin, Matt Seidel, two, two baby faces. Two baby faces, and I think uh, Lee Johnson might uh, try to tag himself in and go for the pin, the same way that uh, the Anderson fella did, and the same way that another fella has done with him. <clears throat> and then Cody's going to be like, nope, that's it. And there's nobody better to turn yourself baby face than just to beat the shit out of big shoddy Lee Johnson, Dante Martin, and Matt Seidel until your older brother comes out and is like, what the fuck are you doing? And then you beat the shit out of Dustin because I think what we're going to get is Dustin's retirement match at full gear against Cody Rhodes. Wow, Spice. Heel Cody Rhodes, face Dustin, career on the line, ended in Minneapolis. Spice, you were, you have been baking this bread, huh? <laughs> I picked up the crumbs, I added all the ingredients together, I put it in the oven, it comes out, and it's this cake. It's this beautiful <laughs> cake of Dustin Rhodes dying. And it would be perfect for me because I watched him almost die the first time in Las Vegas, and I'll watch him die again. Ryan, I'm going to say something that is for sure going to guarantee that this happens exactly as you predicted it. Sure. You're out of your fucking mind, Ryan. (laughs) How white's his hair going to be tonight? Inky jet black. (laughs) And he's going to come out and it's going to be the American flag music and the Snoop Dogg music. And Brandy's going to come out with him. And Arn's going to come out with him. And Flip Gordon's coming out. And Flip Gordon's coming out with him. And he's going to cut a promo about the promise of the American dream and how tomorrow is our future. And his daughter, his beautiful daughter, is proof of that and how he's so happy to be here. And then Malachi Black's going to beat him to death with a shoe because Cody Rhodes is a one-note, bland-ass, white-meat babyface. He doesn't have a heel bone in his body, and I'm not falling for it anymore. I'm just not going to fall for uh, it anymore. You're not going to fall for it anymore after last week when you were just going, oh, you're doing some heel shit, pushing Aaron, pushing referee. Arn missed that spot bad. That's because he fell before he got... He can't get around the turnbuckle anymore, and he fell coming off the turnbuckle. Yeah, why was he on that side of the turnbuckle in the first Fucking place? Fucking idiot. Also, Brandy Rhodes jumping into the ring, giving the middle finger off. Like, it's just clear, just just heel turn on its way. A heel Brandy is good for everybody, because a heel Cody makes a heel Brandy tolerable. Yeah, but... I still don't want to watch Roads to the Top, which we have to do. Are gonna you, love it. Are you excited? Are you gonna are you gonna tell our dear listener about the new segment to the show that yeah. we're adding? Starting next week, guys. <laughs> Tune in for this. We're gonna have Ryan and Tim one minute breakdown of Roads to the Top. And if it's longer than that, it's longer than that. But we're we're we, the both, the two of us, are both very excited for this show, not just Ryan. Both just, of us. Just a, just another show that Tony Khan's going to make money off of by having Cody Rhodes out there. Yeah, Ryan, no. This is not the moment. It is a moment. It's Dante Martin's first Dynamite win. He's going to pin Cody Rhodes in the center of the He's ring. pin Lee Johnson. I mean, he could If be, Dante Martin wins, he pins Lee Johnson, and then Cody Rhodes blows up the whole fucking company. Right like that. Just kills them all. <laughs> 
He's the colonel of the motherfucking tank. I hear you, Ryan. I hear you. But but come on, man. You can't you can't blow this lid yet. You can't Cody's having so much fun. He loves being American and <laughs> loves the United States of America. America. He loves the America and he loves uh, you know, all of his boys in the nightmare family, all those good boys who never win. And he he just hates goth people. <laughs> he just hates goth ass Malachi Black. And neither Matt Seidel nor Dante Martin is goth ass Malachi Black. Yeah, but they are gonna die. No. Yeah. At I mean the hands eventually, of Cody Rhodes. Eventually. At the hands of Cody Rhodes. I think you're gonna have a fine match though. I think um the the contrasting style that I think might give you troubles here is Dante Martin and Cody Rhodes because I'm not sure if Cody Rhodes can move his donk fast enough to uh, get in the way of uh, all the spots that Dante Martin's going to do. So hopefully Lee Johnson's good at catching people. Yeah, I mean, Lee Johnson is incredible in terms of being a young up-and-comer, but it just kind of seems like Dante's too good to miss at this point because he seems, you know, all of the... Eight foot vertical leap, float in the air. Gravity doesn't really pay attention to him. Stuff. He's always in the right spot. You never see Dante Martin like look out of place or look like he missed a step. And Cody is, you know, the same kind of. the The problem with uh, the people when they go up against Dante Martin is he's he's quick. He's a little too fast still. In uh, outside of Kenny, you haven't seen people kind of be in the right spot for him when he does the second rope flip over the top of him and things of that sort. So I'm wondering if Cody can get into the spots fast enough for Dante's kind of bigger moves. Um, but we'll see. One thing that I would love to see Dante add to his arsenal is the Naito sweep out the leg and then you come over the top rope drop kick because I can't imagine how brutal that would look from Dante Martin getting 15 feet up in the air before he drops it down Just on him. sort of floating for a Just second. 16 feet up in the air. You know who were great with Dante Martin? FTR. And yeah. Cody and FTR have very similar like work rate styles. You know what I mean? It's the nicest thing you've ever said about Cody and probably the meanest thing you've said about FTR in three months. Uh, you know what I mean. You know what I mean, Ryan. You know. I mean, you get it. You get it. I'm saying that neither of these dudes are going to you know, do a 450, but they can catch a 450 probably. Don't, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. He Cashed learned it a 450. He, he learned his fucking lesson is what he did. Big old dummy. He learned his fucking lesson. That's not for them. That's it's not for them, Ryan. 450 is not for Cash Wheeler. He's not. He can't be doing that. What did the text say? Oh, no. Was it was another, it the girl? No, another email from uh, the old landlord. Get fucked. Ignore. Uh, yeah, I think we both have Dante Martin and Matt Seidel picking up the win here. No, yep. no reason to have Cody Rhodes start winning all of a sudden. Could, nope. could you nope. imagine? Just keep burying him. Just keep embarrassing him, exposing him for what he is. Weak. Weak. Soft. Just like this goddamn country. You're not wrong. Dan Lambert says that stuff. It's like, where are the goddamn patriots, you know? <laughs> and I don't actually want to know, so please don't at please me. Please don't. At don't Tex show- Mahogany, first plug of the show, personal please, Twitter. Please, you guys, don't at 
text Mahogany uh, just where he can find Patriots. It'd be just an absolute bummer if you guys started forwarding ways for him to find other Patriots like himself. I don't want to know. Get him onto some message boards where he could find more Patriots. He'd love that. If you don't hear the quotations around Patriot, I just want to make it very clear they're there. We're saying Patriot, but we mean something else. And Cody Rhodes is a part of that. Right now, he is, until later tonight. Until about 7.14 this evening. God, you fucking hope so, don't you? Because yeah. really, Cody, really, and we know you listen. We appreciate your listen. I can't, I can't anymore with you. <laughs> I just, you gotta stop. It's all America all the time, man. And it's like I, watching OAN. It's like watching fucking Newsmax. It's like Mike Lindell News Network. It's like a, it's like... God, Mike that Lindell, pillow sucks. Cyber Symposium. Fucking duct alarm clock every time that someone perjures themselves on stage. Ugh. I cannot do it anymore, Cody. But I can do it if you admit that you're shitty. Yeah, just if you just be a bad shitty. guy. Just It'll admit you're guy. shitty. We all know you're shitty, Cody. Just admit it. Just admit you're shitty. <clears throat> I think that can move us right along to the uh, ladies' tag team match. Yeah, TJ and uh, Penelope and the Bunny. Yeah. And I can tell you they've been doing this feud for, what, eight, nine years at this point? It feels seems like, to be right around eight to nine years. Feels like they've been doing it forever. Feels like one or two would have been just perfect for this feud. Yeah, we've seen all four of them wrestle each other except for Anna Jay and Tay. I mean, we've seen them all wrestle all sorts of ways in this, and now we're going to get to see them wrestle together. And like I said in the intro, I think this is where you get the Dark Order reuniting and becoming back as one. Maybe uh, maybe you get a... Uh, you were just giving me the Dark Order sign? Yeah. I thought you were telling me to stop. No, just giving you the Dark Order sign. Maybe this is when an old friend comes back to help out the group, and maybe that's your Dark Order uh, leader. Comes out wearing the purple still, and it's the hangman. Tell you who that'd be for. You... Yeah, we don't we don't even miss Hangman Page. We haven't seen him in two months or something like that. But there's so much going on, you barely even think He's about. He's probably it. headed to the E. <laughs> that was the most fucking pants on head stupid tweet I've ever seen in my whole life. That guy makes idiot sandwiches every day. For oh, sure. that's. Uh, but yeah, I mean. You've got TJ announced to have new music from Mikey Ruckus, and, you know, they're the baby faces, and it's Brody's hometown, and it's Dark Order related, so it's pretty clear to me that Penelope Ford is going to get another Brass Knuckles win here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then the Dark Order is going to... she's going to be over-under on how many times she has to put it on to make him actually Brass Knuckles? Boy, that was bad, huh? You know, you should know how to put brass knuckles on if you're a person who uses brass knuckles. Yeah, the the thing about Penelope and Bunny is that part of it is just they have the look. You know, they have a great look between the two the of them. They have a great look between the two of them. The way they dress goes well together. Um, being in the Hardy family order together is fine. Uh, whatever you want, you know. Uh, maybe your big return here is Kip Sabian comes out. You know, I know you've been waiting for a Kip Sabian return. Man, isn't, um, isn't it crazy that we both thought he was just a star? I'll tell you what. The first time I saw him, I went, whew, whew. And then he did all the other stuff, and I was like, mm. 
about? Dante Martin can do all that stuff better. I mean, Dante Martin's already doing private party stuff better than they were. Mm. How many people can he be better than on purpose, you know? Mm. Yeah, he, can, he can only replace so many, you know, underperforming members of the AEW roster, and there I said it. Yeah. To get back to the first match, you know, I don't know if you noticed, but every single one of the big guys that have come in have mentioned Dante Martin by name. Both CM Punk and Brian Danielson and Adam Cole have all mentioned Dante Martin's name. Yeah, because he's a star. Um, all this Penelope will, Ford and uh, Anna J. No, I mean, yeah, and <laughs> Anna J. Picking up a pin here, probably over Penelope Ford, who's punched her a lot, and With the Queen Slayer. And boy, I you know you see this on the card, and you, I mean, I get it's it's in Rochester, but why isn't Thunder Rosa on television? You know, it's like, why isn't she on television? What because is- you can't have Anna J. Pin Thunder Rosa and Tony Khan only puts one women's match on a card? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a bummer, though. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying, of all the people that I could be watching wrestle on Dynamite, I just don't want to watch Penelope Ford and the Bunny wrestle. The Bunny's made great improvements, and I think Penelope is fine when she's in there with someone who really, really gets it. Mm-hmm. But... This whole thing has just been kind of sloppy and kind of slow and hasn't really gone anywhere. Kind of spoiled an Anna J return, something I was really looking forward to. And, like, whatever the point of this thing was, uh, God, I hope you see it tonight. Yeah, I think part of the reason you're not seeing Thunder Rosa on a card like this is because... She's stuck a little bit where FTR was a couple months back is after you lose a title shot or something like that, you can't be brought up back into a title picture and lose again. So FTR was kind of just sitting there, not even wrestling for a couple weeks, a couple months almost it felt like. And I kind of think that's where Thunder Rosa is right now. Once the TBS title gets introduced, then I think maybe you got the opportunity for her to do something else, you know? Yeah. Uh, God, you hope so, because... Imagine seeing Penelope Ford and Thunder Rosa and being like, well, I do have to book a women's match. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I do have to put one of these women on television. And the other one is relegated to YouTube where, you know, <laughs> she'll receive the biggest pop of the night from a 20,000 audience crowd. But I'm going to go with Second Penelope. probably behind, behind Adam Cole. Baby. God, this fan base is just fucking rabbit. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, can we talk for a second about the Mall of America thing before we move on to our next match? Sure. Tony, I know you listen. Tony. Tony. Do that Do that MOA show the Wednesday <laughs> after Full Gear. Give us the fallout from Full Gear in Minneapolis. Still, you can all stay here. I heard there's a great first wrestling show on uh, the Sunday immediately after. You can let some talent go there. Could probably film maybe Dark and Elevation there if you wanted to. At at the sure, first show? Sure. Yeah, at the, at the first show. Just give it to us on 3,300 rabid fans just screaming for it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that, but it's not going to happen. But nope. what should happen is the Mall of America thing, because those pictures from that first Nitro ever were something else. Yeah, if you look up the uh, 1995 Nitro episode of... of the Minneapolis one, uh, you see him just packed in the rotunda of Mall of America. The Wyndham Rotunda? The Wyndham Rotunda. 
God, wouldn't that be? He just he returns. Wyndham Rotunda returns at the Rotunda of Mall of America, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wow, works on levels is yeah. the thing. Oh, yeah. How many coincidences, Ryan? You fucking Q cuck. <laughs> you know, four hundred thousand children go missing every day. <laughs> Year, <laughs> and even that statistic is wrong. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I. Give me as much AEW wrestling in a place that I can drive to in 45 minutes and I'm as happy as it can get or make it in a legal state. You know, that's that's pretty much my two requirements for an AEW show is legal state. And then the second one is a little bit of drive time. Okay, which which one of these next two do you want to talk about first? Because they are both spicy you end with adam cole jungle boy no really you think you think a non-title match just a special singles 20 minutes or tv time remaining i think you can open with the tnt title because it was brody's title in rochester new york so if you're gonna not curtain jerk what we talked about the cody rhodes match i think that you could curtain jerk miro and sammy guevara with brody's belt and maybe even uh miro brings the old belt out you know that's spicy. You know the retired belt. I like Miro's belt with Miro. It's like perfect. I the, like how the belt changes per person, kind of. It should be an know? official rule, like five title defenses. You get your own belt, yeah. like a Champions League title. You win five of them, you get to keep one at home. That a Liverpool Soccer thing? reference? Yeah, we have six. That's a lot. Real Madrid has like eleven. If you win ten, do you get to keep two trophies at home? You'll have to ask Real Madrid. I don't know. <laughs> That's not us, man. But out of the soccer, into the warm. Uh, <laughs> make thick in the warm. <laughs> you can keep that. Leave that? Okay, got it. Uh, Sammy Guevara and Miro um, will make thick in the warm. Yeah. Uh, man, man, oh, man, oh, man. You didn't think you wanted to see Miro lose that thing. And then Sammy Guevara, who is fucking incredible to watch wrestle and does things that with the exception of dante martin no one else in the AEW locker room can do stop booking his title defenses already (laughs) why don't you just have him do it here and give sammy like seven weeks seven incredible title defenses and then just have malachi black kick his head into the third row of the stance (laughs) (laughs) i yeah man i don't know if you give miro his first loss here you could, you know. I mean, you you could. I, it, I wouldn't be upset about it if Sammy gets it. You know, it'd be nice to put gold on the inner circle again and see how Jericho's reaction is to somebody else taking over kind of a spotlight role in the inner circle. I would. I, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't enjoy Sammy being the title holder, but Miro has just been fascinating on this, and I just. I would like to see him get some of the quality title defenses that the other TNT champions got that he didn't get because he's kind of just wrestled Fuego del Sol a couple of times. You know, he hasn't been putting on, he hasn't been, besides Eddie Kingston, he's not been putting on like the top talent on the AEW card over here. I'd like to see him go through a couple of these upper mid carters, which is what the role Sammy's in right now, is that you have him go through Sammy, have him go through, you know, maybe even a Jungle Boy. And then maybe Adam Cole's the one that kicks his dumb head off, and Adam Cole brings that, you know. But Adam Cole's probably going to win the trios title at full gear, would be my guess. I give them both. <laughs> just just drip, the, <laughs> drip the elite in gold. Just shower Adam Cole specifically in as much gold as you can get your hands on. 
Because yeah, I'll tell you what. For someone who was not that familiar with Adam Cole very much, boy, am I familiar. Taken to it like a pig to mud. Yeah, yeah. A uh, fish to water. I I enjoy Adam Cole very much, and it also seems like. Adam Cole, the person, not Adam Cole, the wrestler, is just one of the best boys. Yeah. I listened to, I made my dad and my brother listen to the Renee Paquette interview on the way home from up on Lake of the Woods. Yeah. You, it was I, good. You love Renee Paquette. You, you didn't say anything about bad about her this week. Did I? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I'm not going to, I'll leave it out because she listens. Yeah. Pre- I appreciate you, Renee. Big fan. Big fan. Mostly listen when John's on, but big, <laughs> big fan. Oh, I did say that it wasn't my interview style, but that's just a personal preference. I don't think I said anything worse than that. Maybe I did. Doesn't matter. We were talking about Miro and Sammy Guevara, not Adam Cole yet, Tim, you big dumb idiot. Get back you, on you Sammy started, Guevara you started and the Miro. Adam, you started the Get back Adam on there, you big dumb idiot. 20-minute time limit all these TNT matches. Do you think we possibly see two time limit draws in a row? No. No. Absolutely not. No. I don't know why you led with that just to bury it. Uh, you you sure could have if you weren't going to do that last week. But it seems like their pacing with time limit draws has been very few and far between. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's only been one in a title defense. It was Cody versus Orange Cassidy. Yep. Uh, which was a great booking decision. I, I think you need something more definitive here, whichever way you go with it. Um, Sammy does have the whole, like, standing up for his friend thing going, but this feud between the two of them really didn't have any build. And so if, you, if you're if you going to say you want, or not that you want, but you think Miro is going to win, I guess that would be why. Sammy's so good, though, and Sammy you know, is a much easier transition to whatever heel is next because I think the TNT title operates best as a heel championship in the long term. Uh, Yeah, just have Sammy win it, and then Sammy can defend it against, like, Scorpio Sky. Heel Cody. Heel Cody. uh, Like, maybe Dustin before heel Cody. And one more person, and then Malachi Black kicks his head off. And it lands in Pam's hands, and And, she just cries. And then he is TNT champion until he retires. Yeah, perfect. And the belt is all black. Like, entirely black. Mm -hmm. Like, so dark. Just gets blacker and blacker as as his defenses go on, too. Like, it's just... just, Started at one side, and then, like, two and a half years later, you're like, man, that belt is dark. It's dark. Can't even see it when he comes out anymore. I love Malachi Black so much. Yeah. You remember when you showed me that tweet of the guy who's like, hey, how come I get a little boner every time Malachi Black come out? Uh, <laughs> tell you me. what, it's like a little bit of a fear boner, like a little bit scared, but but like your body's trying to defend itself a little bit. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. <laughs> get hard. Just want to be ready for <laughs> get whatever. Hard. Just want to be ready for whatever. <laughs> and, then, and then you're sitting there and you go, why am I a little hard right now? <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good show title. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, my buddy Chris did that one time. Why is my dick hard when he got out of the car when he was sleeping in Chicago? Got out of the car and he's like, Why is my dick hard? And Dan looked at me and goes, I don't know. Why is it right next to my fucking face? 
wouldn't know anything about having a hard dick on a car ride. Nope. Maybe I'll tell that story on <laughs> Patreon someday. Yes. Nobody likes that. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, I think you're going to have a Miro retain here. You think that it, you're going to have a change. Either way, I think I'm not I'm not going to be upset. You know, nope. I think these two Miro can run with Sammy a little bit. You know, I I think it's going to be real fun, and then Sammy's going to be able to sell when Miro slaps his chest in. Oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, I am excited for the back nine of this car, man. Yeah. Yeah. This whole episode is wrestling matches for Tim and then TJ versus Penelope Ford and the Bunny. And it's like, you could have done Ruby Riot, Ruby Soho. You could have done Ruby uh, Soho. You know, you know, you know, hate to even bring up that you brought up Ruby Riot. I corrected it instantly. Bet you said Daniel Bryan three times earlier, too. The American Dragon Bryan Danielson, you That's mean? That's right. I've, I've beaten the Japanese Dragon. Where's the American Dragon? So Zack Sabre Jr. You're gonna get your fucking head kicked in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. So moving on to what I think will be the main event here, and this is Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. And boy, am I excited! I'll, if you look at the two most played themes on my phone from wrestling, it is Jungle Boy by a lot. It's uh, Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. Uh, it has been played a lot, and then second, which is more recent, is probably Hit Him with the Boom. You know it's all about the boom. Yeah, and whatever. You know, I it is. hate to correct. Yeah. Doesn't matter. My, I'm not giving Mikey. It was number one on like. Well, on the iTunes buy chart, which means it's tracking two people paid for it. Right, it's tracking the number of people who went on iTunes and spent a dollar forty nine to own that song. That's outrageous. If you told me. I could only ever have one match end by having two wrestlers kiss. <laughs> it might be this one. It might be this one. Because could you imagine? Could you imagine, Ryan? Could you imagine? Just one just one little one. <laughs> these, uh, these two uh, boy... Whole crowd faints. <laughs> Proceed to get in the vapors. <laughs> I love these two boys. These two boys are beautiful boys. They're great wrestling boys, and it's like these two boys were built to be each other's boys. You know? Yeah. It's uh, yeah. You 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 see wrestlers who kind of just they're built for each other. Okada Omega a little bit. Uh, you know, with the size of the two of them, and I think this is the same. I think you have two guys relatively the same size uh that are going to you're gonna you're gonna see them do everything they can do jungle boy's gonna have probably two three four beautiful arm drags from positions that you've never seen an arm drag from and maybe, maybe one of those good ass poison ranas he does mm-hmm. you'll get him uh you'll get him you'll see adam cole get caught in a snare trap for a minute you'll see adam cole super kick jungle boy's dumb little head off yep You'll also see Jungle Boy take a Panama Sunrise, which is... Mm-hmm. And, and I think what you're going to see is you're going to probably see a good 4.25 star match that's going to be ruined by a lot of mud at the end of it because this is going to lead to the trio's title. God, you kind of wish that just for one second the Young Bucks would fuck off for like 20 minutes. and just, For one night. Just for one <laughs> night, fuck off, Young Bucks, and, and let this go unspoiled. 
you know, I've I've said this up before on the show. You just open this bottle of red wine and let it breathe. Well, for a you second. let it sit there. This is Capital Grill. They, they you let them know you were coming. They poured the wine out and they're like, "When are you gonna be here, sir?" I'll be there at six o'clock. I'm like, All right, we started opening at three. <laughs> it's been sitting over there in the other glass just, since four. Just Aaron. Put it in a temperature controlled at five. Five forty-five. I pulled it out. It's ready for you, sir. Wow. That sounds incredible. Service with a smile. Sounds like something I would like. Doubt it. Uh, but yeah, I think you're going to get, you know, you're going to get all of the good stuff here. And then you're probably going to get a sloppy finish that it, it, we have to be moving towards the trios titles. You know, it, the, it's, the young bucks made a bio about yeah, it. Yeah. And so uh, I think this is when you're going to start really pushing towards, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I rubbed my headphone against the against the thing and made a bad sound. <laughs> you're unprofessional, can't have it. Can't can't win with it. You're you know you're gonna get just. That's what you're, that's what you're gonna get. Easy. You just taking a. Just taking a breather here for, <laughs> yeah, for a when second. When the computer the screen went out, I took a breather. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think you're going to get everything you want to see from these two. Uh, but I don't think that we should get the full bottle of wine. I think we should just get the taster until one of these two has gold. Yeah, whether, isn't that the truth? Whether it be the TNT title and Jungle Boy could have it and Adam Cole could lose, whether it's the world title and Adam Cole has it and Jungle Boy can lose or win, or Jungle Boy has the world title and Adam Cole can win or lose. Yeah. Because I'm telling you what, this is the future of the company. Some of like these stars that you're seeing in here, you're you're seeing people who are going to be you you have ten years of feuds that you can put on this, you know, and it's kind of if you look at it, a little bit of what what happened in the Attitude Area when you got a group of people together that were able, that you had 10 to 15 years of storylines that you could just put out. And I think that's what you're building with AEW here is that you're, yes, you have the now, the Kenny Omega, the Brian Danielson, the Christian, the the Young Bucks, the, the FTRs, but then you have storylines from when these guys were young that you can bring 10 years from now of Jungle Boy and Adam Cole on Dynamite, Young Bucks fuck up the match. Whatever happens tonight, you have backlogs of stories that you can just hit. And, and Tony has proven that, hey, I I leave crumbs. You pick them up, you'll find them. You can start baking. You can, you can start looking at these crumbs. You can start baking after you find these crumbs. Yeah, you're absolutely not wrong, man. Like, oh, man, I just want this to be a pay-per-view match and I know that you don't have to do that right away and you can wait but I don't want to wait I don't want to wait I feel like Alexander Hamilton more than I feel like Aaron Burr right now Ryan <laughs> I don't want to wait I want this to just give him 35 minutes find a title you've got one somewhere Tony just say hey this is this is a title. Uh, it's new, and the winner of this match gets it. <laughs> this is the this is the Adam Cole Jungle Boy title. It'll go on for their careers. Whoever wins this match has it, and anytime they face each other, it is on the line. <laughs> this is the finals of the Owen Cup. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, finals of the finals of the Owen Cup is going to be Kevin Steen versus Dax versus Dax. You say mm-hmm. not Cash versus Dax right there in the final round one. No. 
Kevin Owens, Owen Hart, Mark. I mean, aren't we all? Yeah, but I mean, it's a pretty good way to get Kevin Owens in your fucking company. Boy, that's a good point, isn't it? Yeah. That's no accident. <laughs> no, no, not even a little bit. I mean, Kevin Owens was on his way over here anyway, but... I, you, you see the guys who were friends with these guys in PWG and Ring of Honor and things of that sort, they're not going anywhere else. Especially, all of them are now saying how much fun they're having, it's the best time of their lives and things of that sort. None of those guys are going to re-sign with the company. Can I tell you? Tell me. How excited I would be. For a Mount Rushmore reunion on AEW Tell. Could you imagine if Kevin Steen started coming out in Young Bucks gear again? (laughs) You know you're going to get it. The the Young Bucks will retire after they get all their friends back. You know, it's kind of like... Just quit? Yeah, yeah. It's like once they get all their friends away from the evil empire and they can move on, they're going to. And it's... It, just treasure it while they're here and just say thank you for what, what they've given us for the future. The Young Bucks are never going to retire. <laughs> You're going to have 60-year-old Nick Jackson looking like Ricky Morton doing... 450. Doing 450s at a bingo hall. Meltzer driver, and every time you're like, please don't. No, but it's fine. It looks fine every time, you know? Most of the time, anyway, it looks fine. Yeah, They don't miss that often. But uh, no reason to have anything but an Adam Cole victory here, whether you get there clean or dirty, because uh, the first 15 minutes or however long is just going to slap. Yeah, I, I hope they give us 15, 16 minutes on this. You know, I, I hope it, it looks like whatever you put on the card that you're allowing a little bit of time for the, the latter two matches, you know. You know, you could open the show with this and... Just and just have the first quarter hour do 1.75 million all women. <laughs> no women. All women, Ryan. And then, and then you end it with uh, Cody Rhodes, Lee Johnson, Dante Mark, Matt Seidel. No women. No women. R.I.P. Norm McDonald. We miss you, Norm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you, you don't ever need to put a loss on Adam Cole. For the foreseeable future, long time. Um, I think he'll probably have. You know, I think at one point we'll look at like a gun club record with Adam Cole at some point. You know, where he'll have fifteen singles matches wins, like twelve trios wins, eight tag team wins, stuff like that. You know, I think you're gonna see somewhere it's something ridiculous like a forty-five and zero, and you're like, I don't remember how he got there. First loss is gonna be to Kenny Omega when he decides to get a little froggy. Yeah, I haven't watched BTE to figure out if he's picking up the clues and stuff like that, but I'm assuming that it'll happen soon. Hey, Christopher Daniels on this week's episode of BTE. No, you love that. Crazy how I didn't watch it. <laughs> no, you love that. Do let's, not love Christopher Daniels. Let's get to it. Let's get to the number of the Stop demo. Stop procrastinating. I'm ready. I'm prepared. I've got mine in my head. I don't even give a shit who's supposed to go first. This week's demo is going to be a .45, Ryan. You could pick over or under. Doesn't matter. It's going to be on the nose. .45. That's pretty good. I'm going to go under. You feel good? Yeah. You feel good saying you're 
your favorite thing is not going to do good this week? I think it's a point four three this week. That's a good number. It's a great number. You it's know? not as good a number as point four five, but it's no. a fine number. I'm going to say 1.2. What do you say about that number, Tim? That's <laughs> a fine number. I think in order for me to win outright, I have to say over. I think if it's 1.2, you get 0.46. So I'm going to go I'm going to go over. Sure. I'm going to go over and I sure. hope I get to make you into an idiot sandwich. Sure. I hope we both get to make each other into idiot sandwiches. Oh, no, you I didn't tell you if we tie, we're going to make an idiot club sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> idiot club. Make print the shirts. Print the shirts. Yeah, it's time for the thank yous, Tim. You're always good at this. And I'm not, but I appreciate what you said. And speaking of appreciation, we want to say thank you to everyone who joined us for an episode of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet. And a very special thank you to our new Twitter follower. Our new Twitter follower. Let me pull up our Twitter. Yeah, we're going to tag you in this shit. Our new Twitter follower, Logan. Nice. uh, At Logan Rieger. On Twitter, I'm going Rieger. Hardly know her. <laughs> What's the opposite of a pop? <laughs> Grown. Uh, thanks, man. We appreciate you giving us a shot. Yeah, if shoot you, us a share. Retweet us after we tag you in the posting of this episode. If you made it this far, uh, hey. Fuck, man. Cool. Thanks. Cool. Thanks, brother. Cool. <laughs> you like weed and wrestling, man. Cool. Yeah, cool. Cool. <laughs> Seem nice. Uh, yeah, if you want to be like Logan and get a personalized shout out on this show, all you have to do is follow us on Twitter at Dirt Sheet Pot. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter at Tex Mahogany. Mm-hmm. Ryan's on Twitter at the GGRP all caps. Griffin did our incredible podcast art. Added uh, the Grizzy Girl. All, all oh, three of us in the girl. room right now. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, can't say thank you enough, Griffin. I love you and I love that art. Follow Griffin on Twitter at Sugarless Fa. Awesome boy. Awesome boy. Good boy. Not even a... Hey, a little less QE than he has been. Notice, I don't know if you've yeah, noticed. Been picking up less crumbs, which is good. <laughs> yeah. Cooking more food, baking less bread, and that's good. Uh, thank you to Dom, who did our podcast music. You can check out Dom's music. Facebook music at Skyhaven and Waste. We thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week for more Smart Wrestling Takes by Dumb Wrestling Marks.